Welcome back to another episode of Love is Blind. Ned, do you want to fill us in? Last episode, we were talking about you officiating a wedding. You want to tell us, did they say I do or did they say I don't? Well, obviously, we take it to the next level here at NES, so they said I do. Uh, Yeah, I went to the wedding this past weekend. It was very interesting uh, in a good way. Uh, I was absolutely terrified to uh, go in and do the duty, but I manned up, and uh, word on the street is that I did a pretty good job, so it was pretty cool to be a part of everything. I was able to talk to a lot of people, talk to his agent for the first time, and then JoJo was there, so I was able to talk to him and the family because they moved to the low taxes of Florida. Um, they've been there for a couple of years, so we caught up with them and was able to talk to a lot of college players and, or his former college players and some pro players now. And it all just reemphasized how much athletes aren't getting developed. Of course I took my work to my work, but, uh, I spent a lot of the time talking to players and the lack of development in college went out on a tirade going off about how everything isn't the way that it needs to be. So, fun times. It does sound like a good time. I know weddings are always good when they go the way that they're supposed to. When they don't, they're they're never fun. But kind of moving on to our next subject and getting into the this episode of the podcast, it is pretty much our, our year anniversary podcast, so we thought we'd do something a little bit different. To start, we have a Derek Rose story uh, that you wanted to share with us. Did you not, Ned? There is. Uh, when we were talking about the podcast, and unfortunately our podcast actually is going to feature LeBron James. Makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Um, but we were trying to think of a podcast topic, and it was invest in yourself. And we know that there's nobody that invests better in themselves more than, unfortunately, LeBron James. But... I was reading a story a couple years ago. It was the resurgence of Derrick Rose. And the article talked about all the knee problems that he had, you know, in his career. And then, I don't know, eight years in his career, he said he started doing foam rolling and stretching and flexibility and mobility work and strengthening the glutes. It's like, what rock were you under that you were not doing any of this stuff, you know, your whole career? And basically, he was, he's been able to, he's still in the league now, I believe, playing for the Knicks. And he was able to basically resurrect his career through, imagine this, investing in himself and, and taking care of his body. So I just don't know how you get to that level. I mean, it's not 1970. I don't know how you play that level of basketball. You would know where he went to play college ball. I forgot. Duke, I don't know. Uh, he went to Memphis, I'm pretty sure. Sounds right. But, you know, high-level D1 strength and conditioning, and, you know, we'll even take it to the Bulls. I don't see how we can go through all these levels and not experience that. It's crazy to me. But it kind of correlates with uh, our top three of all time, maybe basketball player, douchebag, LeBron James. Top five. I say top five. I wouldn't top three. I still think it's got to be like Jordan, uh probably like magic and kobe for me but i don't know i my opinion doesn't count for shit 
But yeah, LeBron James. Apparently he invests $1.5 million in his body a year. Now, I was trying to figure out and like kind of itemize it. How much does he spend on what? But that information doesn't seem to be out there. So it's just a little bit of speculation if it's $1.5 million or not. LeBron's been known to exaggerate some things from time to time. But like his greatness. Like his greatness. Uh, that's neither here nor there. The things LeBron does to do or the things LeBron does to invest in his body. Uh, the first thing I found was he does cryotherapy quite often. So uh, I was, you know, you want to break down cryotherapy and maybe some ways you can achieve the benefits of that without investing so much money like LeBron. So cryotherapy, when people hear it now, they think of the little tank you get in where they drop at X amount of degrees below Celsius and you go in there for like a three minute window, you're in and out. And, you know, that's the, what the world knows it is as or the world knows it now. But really, cryotherapy is just water therapy. And typically in this situation, cold therapy, basically it's done for CNS reactivation. So the body gets tired um and the brain gets tired and when you look at re-stimulating the central nervous system that's looking at repairing and recovering your brain because it fatigues because of the tasks that you have to do and the stressors that you put on your body and your brain so it also it also helps decrease monotonous overtraining so by doing the same thing playing basketball games 82 games you end up um getting an overtrained state either by doing too much or doing the same thing over and over and over again. So cryo is really good for that. Um, the cheat code for that would be doing a foot ice bath. So do it less now, but we used to do it all the time. You basically dip your feet. Um, and the easiest thing to do is if you're playing traveling and have to compete, you go in the shower, you dump 20 pounds of ice in the bathtub and you step in for 30 seconds, you step out for 30 seconds. And you basically do that, you know, three to five times. And what you're doing is you are, it's not necessarily for your feet. It definitely isn't for your feet um, with the 30 to 60 seconds. Um, but what it's doing is it's re-stimulating your brain. I tell kids and athletes to do this before their SATs, any time it's available, like before they have to perform at a high level, you can do it in between let's say you have to play basketball in the morning and then you have to hit a lift in the afternoon. We did it a lot at IMG where in between their skill and basketball and their training, they would just dip their feet in. And that's something you could do. You could do cold showers. You could do cold ice baths. Don't want to do those a lot because they actually get you tighter. So, and all ice does is um, for the body is generally pain management. It doesn't really decrease inflammation it actually slows down recovery time. Um, that's the cheat, the poor man's version of, you know, implementing the same type of thing that he does. So, so yeah, that's the poor man's version of that. Uh, another thing LeBron does is he uses the hyperbaric chamber a lot. Uh, now, I have a general sense of what that is, but I, I don't really have a great way of describing it. Um, you want to talk about that and some alternatives to the hyperbaric chamber as well? Uh, well, I can't really explain the hyperbaric chamber 
either. Um, but I mean, it does, it strengthens your immune system. Uh, it oxygenates, it's an oxygenator. It oxygenates tissues. So the more oxygen you have in your tissues, the faster you recover. So it, it speeds up DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, um, and it reduces soreness and speeds up recovery time. So what you could do, the poor man's version would be sleeping, believe it or not. So hormones are released when you sleep. That's what speeds up recovery time. Most athletes and humans don't get enough sleep. You've heard it. It's true. Chip away at it at an hour at a time. But yes, if you don't have the, I can't even imagine how much a hyperbolic chamber costs, but if you don't have that, just sleep. They study just popped. You improve your overall athletic performance 10% by increasing one hour of sleep a night. That's good bang for your buck. That could be like a 10th of a second off your 40, just if you sleep another hour a day. Yeah. And in this economy, that's fantastic. You really can't beat that. And yeah, I guess... I know they people sleep in hyperbaric chambers. I just don't know the exact science of what goes in the process of making it and stuff. Um, but yeah, they got to be quite expensive. The only people I know that have them are all rich, and I don't actually know anyone who has one. I just know of them. So another, I've actually never heard of this one until I was actually researching it as well. And that's Normatec leg boots. Yeah, the Normatec, these will be going into NES soon, but basically they are a compression sleeve that helps uh, improve circulation and reduces inflammation. So we know a whole bunch of ice all the time increases uh, or decreases recovery time. And what we need is blood flow to actually repair everything. So... Um, what we do be until, because we don't have a Normatec is, you know, low volume cardio or training, high rep, super low intensity cardio. That's going to improve your circulation, foam rolling and tissue work. And then nutritionally, um, omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids and oils are going to help. So nutritionally you have a component for inflammation and just getting out there. Not every workout can be high intense so your low level training keeping the heart rate low circulating everything is going to help with that so uh if you want normatech leg boots they are a steal and deal at only 700 dollars. that's going to be the nes uh black friday purchase i believe that does sound like something you want to get at, at a bit of a bargain uh yeah recovery equipment you can't you know you do have to invest uh quite a bit in it but it is worth it to invest in yourself and especially worth it for the athletes when you invest in nes sports performance uh another treatment that lebron does would be he uses liquid nitrogen now the the stuff i saw for liquid nitrogen is him spraying it on his feet i'm, I'm not sure if he uses it any other ways i'm not even sure the purpose of liquid nitrogen nitrogen but i know it's topical it goes on the skin and i think it burns and i'm not sure what it's for uh d minus for ned on not knowing what liquid nitrogen is but i can't think of a cheap a cheat code uh way to put shit on your feet so that's out 
yeah, we're we're not foot guys here at the NES experience, but um, my feet look like a just a damn shame. I have I have all time. I can scare people. I could win an ugly foot contest. That's how ugly my feet are. No one is. No one can ever. People bring out their feet. I work with athletes all day, so I very rarely bring the dogs out. But when I got people talking about how how ugly their toes are, then I unleash I unleash my toes that can cut open boxes. It's complicated, but they're not getting better. <laughs> Shit happens. There you go. That's too bad. That's unfortunate. Well, um, LeBron also builds gyms wherever he goes. So that's another way he spends his money. I'm not, I, I would imagine that costs more than a million dollars to, you know, in in some places for the equipment that he probably has in there and all that. With the amount of teams that he has been on, yes, that's going to, I mean, before he ends, it's probably going to be six or seven gems. Yep. And I, I'm, I think he does it for commercials and stuff like that as well. Um, How about that Space Jam 2 movie? I didn't see it. Heard it was terrible. Heard, terrible. Uh, spoiler alert, heard Bugs Bunny died. So that's not. Jesus. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving it away, but no, I could never bring myself to watch it. I think the kids brought it up, and I'm like, yeah, no, you can watch the original one. But anyways, a few other just miscellaneous things that we found out researching LeBron James is nutritionally, he tries to eat five times a day, Uh, no sugar and no pork, absolutely no pork. He will eat, you know, some sweets from time to time. In 2014, he went paleo for two months, and he drinks recovery shakes after he works out. Yeah, he's doing uh, he's doing a lot of the right stuff. As far as, do you, can you tell me more about the knee pain and the back pain that he was having? Yeah, so in his rookie year, he was having back tightness and knee pain, and I guess he met with a guy named Donnie Raymond, who was a uh, military veteran. I think he was a U.S. Navy SEAL, but I'm not positive about that. And he was a biomechanic specialist. So he got with LeBron, and they were just kind of talking, figuring it out, and figured out that it was his posture from sitting on the bench because the bench and benches in the NBA are just like folding chairs. So they really worked on his posture, got him into yoga and stretching a lot like that. So uh, that's kind of how they addressed his knee pain and back pain his rookie year. That makes a lot of sense. You got your, I mean, between the nature of their position where they're in that athletic position the whole time, the hip flexors, the psoas gets tight. And then we all know sitting in a car, sitting in a chair is generally wreaks havoc you know, on your body, but the guy did what he was supposed to strengthen the glutes, strengthen the hamstrings, you know, helped get his pelvis in alignment. And a lot of these things are preventable and you don't have to get this type of information from Donnie Raymond. It is accessible to any reputable, uh, sports performance facility, but, um, everything that he did in that, you know, situation, it makes sense. And if you watch, like he's not, there's very rarely times he's always standing up, moving around, 
he has a whole series of exercises and activation things that he does before he, during halftime, before the game. Um, he spends very little of, of his time just sitting there and doing nothing, unless he's taking an off day for rest, which that happens. But that's tough because that goes into the load management. It's the smartest thing you could do as far as extending these the shelf life of these players, but... I'm a little bit of a hardo old school and I kind of talk shit for doing it. But the reality of it is if it was me, I would probably do the same thing. So it's all about longevity now at the end of the day. I mean, Brady is still playing. He's 45 playing a violent sport. You know, uh, people just want to play longer. So with the food that you were talking about, you said he eats five times a day. Makes sense. I tell everybody eat five times a day. Obviously, sugar is no good for a variety of reasons. We have our athletes not eat pork if, unless it's maybe some bacon. They're on the weight gain plan. It is not a very good usable form of protein. You know, recovery shakes. That's something you, that everybody should do, and it's more than a protein shake. It's having fast absorbing sugar afterwards to speed up recovery time. Um. You know, we talk with athletes about eating the right things or eating in general before you work out and then actually planning meals and snacks in game. It just makes sense. You're more active. A lot of people come out, they eat, they think they're good because they eat beforehand. But then you got, you know, once you had halftime, you should recharge. But if you look at the percentage of athletes that are fueling themselves during competition, it's uh, less than you would think. So... And it does make sense. You said more carbs during the playoffs because, yeah, he's all of his other teammates have generally underperformed and he's playing 46 minutes a game. And as we know, carbs are the main fuel for energy on the court, which an apple and a banana doesn't really get the job done in that situation. Yeah, you're going to need a little bit more than that just to, uh, I mean, the amount of calories and stuff you're burning in a NBA game has to just be astronomical especially when you're playing 46, 48 minutes like LeBron might in the playoffs, depending on the game. Uh, and then the the last kind of few things that I found was he also, he loves the Versa stair climber. I know we had talked about that a few episodes ago uh, when it comes to running stairs and stuff like that. And actually how the Versa climber was much better alternative to running stairs. And he also loves pool workouts. So in the summer, we do a lot of pool workouts. It is a great way to actively go through range of motion with only taking a 30% load on your joints. So you can produce force with no joint loading to help with power. You can address running mechanics, flexibility, mobility. It's a central nervous system change because it involves water. Um, so he's got it right on pool workouts. I wish we could do more, but the NES pool is only open from June until September. So we need to get a pool heater and then Versa climber. So it is basketball season. When you look at conditioning for basketball players in the end season, the common thing to do is run the piss out of them and make them do suicides. Every time you change direction, um, you're loading your joints. So if you do one suicide, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's ten cuts and change of directions. Multiply that by ten. Now you're at a hundred cuts and change of directions on top of everything that you do in your sport every day, in your practice, and in your games. It's too much. 
So one of the best ways to get around that, to be able to get your cardio in without loading is a Versa Climber. We had that in Westchester. I've had it in probably three out of the, my five locations. If I come into one, I'm probably going to get one. But yeah, it's a smart, easy way. And the same thing with the pool workouts. You can go through a pool workout, get your heart rate up without putting any of the loading on your joints. That's why all these guys are tearing ACLs and getting ankle and knee related injuries. They're overtrained, they're underweight, their stabilizers aren't stale, and they're doing excessive amounts of conditioning. When you look at basketball, it's more of an anaerobic sport than an aerobic sport. What you should not do in your when you're off time, when you're not doing such a loaded activity on the joints is more pounding. So, hey, great job, douchebag. Um, and then yoga flexibility and all that type of work that he does speeds up recovery time. So he's unfortunately doing all the things that he needs to do. He's got a smart guy with him. Don't assume that every pro trainer is smart just because they're training a pro, but in this specific situation, unfortunately, he, uh, he's doing all the right things. And obviously it shows he's like, what, 37 lost 12 championships by now. Very rarely misses games, very rarely gets hurt. He is a genetic freak of all freaks. So I will say he is the most athletic basketball player of all time. Yeah, he's just not the greatest winner of all time, for sure. And he can't execute in the clutch moment. He'd rather be the person who makes the pass. If it wasn't if it wasn't for Matt Ryan a couple weeks ago, his his life is getting saved. He's too big of a pussy to take the three. He's got to give the ball because if he dishes the ball off and they miss, then it's like, come on, man, you give me all these scrubs. Like if you gave me good people, I wouldn't have this problem. But if he takes a shot and miss it, then he just sucks. So he's trying to pass the buck. And yeah, no, a lot of his his three-point guys, that's been his whole career. Let's be real. Yep, for sure. No, we're, we're definitely on the same page when it comes to that. Uh, so... That pretty much wraps it up for what we have planned for this episode of the NES Experience. Like I said, it is our year anniversary of doing the show. And it also, you know, by the time this comes out, Thanksgiving is just around the corner. And people will probably listen to it a few days after. So, Ned, do you want to tell us something you're thankful for? Yeah, hey, with uh, Catch Ned off guard, what are you thankful for? Let's express feelings and emotions. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is stupid. I mean, I guess I'm thankful for my phenomenal career, my wonderful family. Everything in life is great. Uh, it's great to be alive. How did I sell that? Fantastic. I'm thankful for our listeners. So I hope they all like and subscribe to this podcast and leave reviews, all three of them. Uh, you know, it would be fantastic if, if they would do that. So you know who you are. Review our podcast. Like it. Leave a comment. You know, just uh, share it. It would be fantastic way to give back as we are so thankful for you, the listeners. Oh, that was cute. So we'll be back in about two weeks. And again, thanks for listening and have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>